Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. Today, we are talking about the number one thing that I think business owners miss when they are trying to sell their services or products. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Welcome back to the show, friends. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Small Business Sales and Strategy. Today, we're talking about the number one thing that I believe holds small business owners back when they are trying to sell their products or services. And you've heard me say it a million times, and I'm going to say it a million more, probably a billion more times. The number one thing that I think holds small business owners back is that we like to or want to spray our message. We want to word vomit all over everyone that will listen or give us the time of day. And while there is a time and place for you presenting your service or presenting your product in a way that makes sense to the customer you're speaking with or potential customer that you're speaking with, we forget to get to know them. We forget to ask about their pain points and their problems. We forget to ask where they came from and why they're where they are and how they got to where they are and what changes they made along the way. We forget to really get to know our customers. And when we do that, we miss huge, huge, huge opportunities. We miss opportunities to connect them with other local business owners. We miss opportunities to create further offerings within our own business that could solve other problems of theirs. We miss huge opportunities and we miss building a relationship with this customer or this potential customer that builds brand loyalty. And we all want brand loyalty, right? We want brand loyalty So that when a friend of theirs asks them what they do for a particular service, whether that's lawn care or pool service or pest control, maybe you live in Texas and the mosquitoes are enormous like they are where I live. Whether that's a service-based business like those or it's a product that you use regularly or semi-regularly, if a friend asks them about it, You want them to know you and to know your product and for it to solve a problem for them that they end up loyal to you because they have a relationship with you and they end up loyal to your brand because they know that your products or services solve a problem for them. So how do we build that brand loyalty? How do we really get to know our customers? So for many of you, Many business owners that I know started their business because they had a problem themselves, 
and they ended up solving their own problem with the business that they started. Sometimes that's not the case, but for a lot of entrepreneurs, they recognize a problem for themselves and they know that there are other people out there that need this problem solved as well. So you should already know what problems that your customer is having. And if you don't, do some market research. So so that's number one. We do market research. If we don't know what problems our customers are facing or our potential customers are facing, then we need to do some market research. Ask your friends. Ask people online. You can go into Facebook groups and on Reddit and other forums like those where you can ask questions and really dive deep into if a person is looking for a particular service or product like you sell, what are their problems? What are they struggling with? What language do they use? How do they Google those things? Okay, so number two. We're going to ask lots and lots of questions. And I know that I harp on asking questions, but the more questions you ask and the better you get at asking questions, the more information they give you and the easier it is to sell your service or product. I'm going to say it one more time. The more questions you ask and the better that you get at asking questions, the better off you and your business will be. When I learned as a medical device sales rep how to ask great questions, it changed the trajectory of my small business within that corporation. You really get to know your customers, and I'm not talking about in a fake, disingenuous way. I'm talking about really being interested in who you're talking to and really diving in on the answers that they give you. Ask for clarification. Ask for more details. When you show interest in your potential customers, that builds that like, know, and trust that we talk about in sales quite often. They have to like, know, and trust you to buy from you. Now, that's not the end-all, be-all, but those are generally the guidelines, right? They have to like you, they have to know you, and they have to trust you. Some buyers don't have to like you, but they need to know you and they need to trust you. So ask questions about where they were and where they are now. What changed? How are they managing those changes? How are they feeling? Again, there's a whole episode that I did and I'll link it in the show notes. I did an episode all on emotional buying and how we are 100% emotional buyers. Every single decision that we make, whether it's buying something or not, every decision that we make in life is guided by emotion. Only 5% of our decisions are guided by logic. We are really, really, really emotional beings, and we really allow our emotions to dictate lots and lots of decisions. So tap into those feelings. Ask what that was like. You don't have to like be all mushy and gushy and weird about those questions or or ask them in weird ways like, oh, how does that make you feel? Because nobody wants to answer that question, right? But like, oh man, what was that like for you? That must have been tough. Or that sounds really exciting. How did you manage all of that change? Or how did you manage going from here to there? You can also ask about their goals, where they are now, where they'd like to be in the future, and what happens if they stay where they're at. Maybe it's okay that they stay where they're at. Maybe it's not going to be okay. Maybe they can't pay their bills where they are. And they need, if you're B2B, they need to make more money. And so you're there to help them do that. Maybe they are terrified of making the leap, but they know that meeting that goal is the thing that they need to do to take the next step and you need to mitigate risk. 
You will learn so much about people by asking where they are and where they want to go. And by tapping into emotion, you are going to unlock some information that will help you in selling your service or product going forward. So that's for potential customers. And those are just some of the ways to ask questions and get to know your customers or potential customers better. What happens when you actually have a customer? You need to continue asking questions. You need to continue growing with them as their lives change and as their circumstances change and their families grow and their kids grow up and their kids move out and their kids move back in. You need to be in touch with them along the way. Don't take for granted the initial relationship that you've built. Continue that. Continue asking questions because what they needed at one point in their life may be a little bit different five years from now, or it may be a lot different five years from now. You just never know. So they may clue you into some things that you're not offering and should be offering because there's a whole array of people out there that could and would take you up on another offer should you decide to go that route. Back when Rachel Hollis was first making it big into the like speaking and she was she had created all these conferences and doing all the things. I remember her saying on her, her social media at one point that your people will tell you. Your people will tell you what they want and you just need to listen and roll with the punches, so to speak. She would say, you know, I don't create content for me. I create it for you. And I create content for the people that are watching it and and want to develop and want to move their lives forward. I'm creating content for them. Those people tell me in the comments, they DM me, they tell me what they want from me and I deliver those things in a way that makes sense, right? So we need to be, I'm not saying you have to be Rachel Hollis in your business, but let's be Rachel Hollis in our business, right? I'm not a huge content consumer of Rachel Hollis anymore, but I do think that she is hit the nail on the head with those statements. When you are in contact with your customers on a regular basis, maybe that's through surveys. Maybe that's through a quarterly or monthly survey. Maybe that's from picking up the phone and calling them, you know, hey, you've been with us for six months and I really appreciate your business. Is there anything we could do better? Is there anything that we can do in addition to what we're already doing that you have a need for? Just have the conversation. Catch up on life with them. I had a a customer that was um, texting me pictures from the hospital room when his grandbaby was born because I had developed a relationship with him and he felt that it was important to send me those pictures because I knew about it and I was excited for him, right? So we want to develop those relationships, but maybe, like I said, maybe it's in a survey, maybe it's in an email, maybe it's in a phone call. I'm not sure how the best way for your particular business is to reach your current customers, but it's important to circle back with them and touch base. And maybe it's a text message. I mean, maybe it's as simple as that. We do a lot of texting in our own business with our customers. So I feel like we're kind of constantly in contact with them. But again, stay in contact and continue asking questions. Now, if you're like me, you're going, oh, my Lord, Lindsay, I can't add another thing to my plate. There are businesses that are virtual assistants and They will do this for you. And most of the time, it's for a very reasonable rate. So 
there are ways to get this information collected if you don't have the time to spend a couple of hours a week calling customers and having conversations. Like I said, you can do a quick survey and see if you can get people to do it that way. Maybe you give away a gift card at random. You know, you draw a name out of the people that have responded to your survey. Um, But there are ways to collect this information and make sure that you're still on track with the customers that you have that are existing and then continue to grow for the customers that you want to acquire. Okay, so let's circle back and wrap it up. We are missing the boat if we are not asking questions and building brand loyalty. So we are first going to do some market research for potential customers and ask what their problems are, how we solve them, what they see as the best solution, what they've tried, what they've not tried. You're going you're gonna to create a list of questions that you want answered for potential customers out there as you're building your brand. Once you get customers or once you're in conversation with potential customers, you're going to ask lots and lots of questions. And that's the second step. You're going to ask so many questions and you're going to ask more questions than you can bear to ask. Keep asking questions. Listen more than you are talking and don't spray your message or word vomit all over somebody because they ask what you do or, oh, you own this type of company you know, and then you're like, yes, and you just start, you know, puking all over them about what you have to offer. So we're going to ask lots of questions. And then the third step is to stay in touch with our current customers and continue asking questions. Like I said, whether that's through a survey or picking up the phone or everything in between email, text, whatever. Um, You can also hire third-party companies like virtual assistants or Um, market research companies to, you know, kind of help you with that information as well. But I hope this episode was helpful. If you are looking for sales training, I would love to be your sales girl. And I would love to teach your team the tips and tricks. And from, from as small as the tips and tricks in asking questions and getting to know your buyers to the front to back, top to bottom sales training. I would love, love, love to talk with you about that. And you can find more info at lindsayfletcher.co. You can schedule a phone call with me and we will dive into your needs for you and your team. I'm also available for speaking engagements. If you have a business conference or a summit or a workshop that you would like for me to attend and pour into your people, I love nothing more than that. It lights me on fire. I love meeting new people. And I really love pouring into business owners and transforming their sales conversations. So if that is of interest, you can also um, find information on my website at lindsayfletcher.co or you can email me at lindsayfletcher.co and I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week. I will talk to you all next week. And as always, I am praying for your business and I'm praying that you're thriving right where you are. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. If you found this info useful, will you please leave me a review wherever you are listening? It will not only bless me, but it will also help others find this podcast as well. I'd also love to connect with you. So don't forget to join my free Facebook community for business women. The link is in the show notes. 
And last but not least, if you'd like to snag a sales and marketing strategy session with me so you can start 2024 off on the right foot, email me at hello at lindsayfletcher.co. Thank you again for listening and we'll chat next week.